Hello, hello, and welcome to the Notary Life with Kimmy podcast. I am also one of the trainers with Notary Educators, which includes myself, Kimmy Nunnally, Angela Johnson, and Alexis Franklin. We each own our own very successful notary businesses and teach notaries in all 50 states to be great and grow their own business. We will discuss general notary work, apostilles, ink fingerprinting, and the duties of a notary signing agent, and much, much more. For all of your notary needs, please visit notaryeducatorsllc.com. We hope you enjoy the show, and we wish you much success. Hello, hello, and welcome to Notary Life with Kimmy. I am here along with Angela and Alexis. I'll let them introduce themselves. Hey. Hi. Hey, everybody. It's Alexis with Mobile Notary Services by Alexis. How are you all doing this evening? Long time no see. Hi, I'm Angela with AJ Mobile Notary. I'm so glad to be able to, uh, you know, reach back out to you guys, and we're happy to be here tonight. Yes. Hey, Terry C. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to everyone who is joining us and those who will catch us on the replay. And now those of you who will be listening to the podcast, because if you haven't heard, Notary Educators does have a podcast. Now we are on all the major platforms. So check us out over there. You can get caught up in old um, Notary Mentor Mondays all the tips and tricks and everything that we talked about if you missed it. So go back and catch um, Notary Educators Podcast and you can subscribe to that also. Okay, we'll just say hey to a few people, hop right into our topic so we can answer some of your questions too. Hi, Terry C. And thank you in advance, everybody, for liking, subscribing, sharing, and all that good stuff. We appreciate the reminder, Terry C. How you been doing? And then Miss Tisha, DJS, LaShonda, Marcel, what's up? So, hey, guys, tonight we are talking about should I keep a copy of clients' documents? Mm. Let's see what you guys think. One for yes, two for no. Should you ever keep a copy of your clients' documents? One for yes, two for no. So, while you're putting your answers in the chat, I'm going to give you a couple reasons. Hey, Tracy, why? Or some things to think about. Who's that on Facebook, Alexa, saying never? Oh, yeah, everybody kind of saying no. So you ain't got to find it. That's okay. We appreciate your comments on Facebook, too. Everyone's kind of saying, no, we should never keep a copy. So let's talk about some reasons why we should not. And then I do have a couple of reasons why I think you may want to. Okay, again, this is your business, so you get to run it how you want to. But let's talk about why you should not. So the first reason I came up with is because it's important to maintain the confidentiality and protect the privacy of your clients, okay? One way to do that is by not keeping a client a copy of their documents unless it's absolutely necessary. You do not want to have everybody's stuff on your computer willy-nilly. So that was my first one because you want to maintain their confidentiality. Can you imagine somebody coming over to your house and they just happen to know your client and you have a document up on your computer and they're like, I, I know John Smith. What he did a he did a refi? Could you imagine? So Angela and Alexis, what's your thoughts on the part about just strictly maintaining the confidentiality of our of our clients? Angela, you want to go first? I would definitely go because another thing is is about that is is that confidentiality 
and potential identity theft because you have, you know, these people's uh, information. So you don't want to um, leave their information. You may even have it tucked away, but I don't know how people do when they go to other people's homes. But some people may be snoopers, but you don't want to take the chance. <laughs> I'm not a snooper because I don't want to know nobody else's business. But you don't want to take the chance of having other people's information and, you know, instilling their identity. That could be bad, too. Are you a snooper? Are you a snooper? One or two? <laughs> right. I ain't gonna answer that because it might incriminate me. I'm not a snooper. I don't. Do, I don't be tuning to other people's business. I I'm not a snooper, but if something's sitting there, your eyes might kind of wonder. I don't, I don't do it. All right, Alexis, what's your thoughts on that? Are you a snooper? No, <laughs> not at all. But I just treated. Like, you know, we come from the healthcare field and it was very, very important in the healthcare field to um, keep confidentiality and stick to, you know, you don't talk about any patients or families or anything like that. So it's the same thing with the notary business. Like you don't want anybody's business out there. And if it was me, I wouldn't, if I had to get a paper notarized pertaining to whatever, I mean, I wouldn't want my paper up on somebody's screen or laying around in somebody's house where somebody else could see it. So I just give that same respect. And you reminded me of something else, Alexis. We had an incident at the hospital when we both worked there together. There was a superstar son came in the hospital and everybody was in that patient's chart. They were sharing pictures of them coming in and out of the hospital. It got to the point where they had to send out an email that if anybody even breathed their name, you would be terminated on the spot you would be terminated on the spot. So I remember that very vividly. And um, that was a zero tolerance. Mm -hmm. So even most companies don't want you advertising on social media for them. I'm going a little bit off topic, but um, I had a video that I put out a couple years ago when I first started and that company reached out to me. They were like, hey, we don't need you advertising for us. They asked me to oh, remove yeah. the video. And after that, that's why I'm very cautious about name dropping and telling you, who to sign up with and who to do that. Once you have something like that happen, it's kind of frightening. They didn't threaten to sue me or anything. And I could have pushed back and be like, well, freedom of speech, dot, 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 whatever. But um, no, I'm not in the business of being confrontational about my business. You know what I'm saying? Because they way bigger than I was and mm -hmm. am, you know? So um, yeah, they asked me not to advertise for them. They were like, we have our own marketing team. And it got like, oh, okay. So I said, let me remove the video. I don't talk about them anymore. And I'm very kind of nervous still to talk about companies, you know. But if most companies are already being talked about, then I'll go ahead and do it because it's public knowledge. Yeah. But this particular company was not, you know, very out, was not um, publicly out there. Hey, welcome to everybody that's joining us. We are talking tonight about should you keep copies of clients' documents, okay? So the next reason I had Angela kind of already touched on it, but it could be a, um, a potential risk for a data breach. And like she already said, some people, they're stealing information like crazy. And you don't want the connection to ever be like, well, I think the notary was the last person that had access mm -hmm. to that file. You know what I'm saying? You don't want that. You don't want it to fall on your watch if something happens, you know. And uh, to this point, too, and we can talk about it just a little bit more if you guys like. Um even when clients ask me, oh, you don't you have a copy of my ID? Or I gave it to you last time. Like if I did a second loan for them or something, 
No, my official answer is no. I do not have a copy of your documents. I don't even want them to think that I have um, information to, you know, have a copy of their information. And if I took a picture with of their phone to up um, their ID to upload it, I let them know I will be deleting it. I let them know that. So because some people have an issue with that. We can talk about that just a little bit at the end. If you guys remind me, should you ever take a picture of their ID? Because uh, that kind of goes along with this. It could be a whole nother thing, but we're going to put it in this same little ball game. So I oh, I said at the end. So let's come back to that. So Angela and Alexis. So what's your thoughts about the um, we kind of already talked about it. But the Internet access, um, you know, people being able to see, you know, or steal their information on, on your watch. What's your thoughts about that? Alexis, you want to go first? Yeah. I mean, nowadays, that's like the only thing you really hear about when it, like on the local news. Um you know, worldwide news, a lot of different uh, data breaches. And as technology evolves, of course, you know, all types of scams and different ways people can mm -hmm. hack into stuff and steal information. And so, yeah, you want to protect, you know, your client's um, identity just like yours. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you got to be careful with the computers and phones and things like that. Yeah. And you don't want it to be traced back to you because Kim mentioned, you know, the person may say, well, the last person I gave this person my information. And I'll tell you, uh, being a recent victim of identity theft, the first thing question came to my mind was like, how did they get my information? Where did they get my information? And so mm -hmm. what I thought about, too, was that we're not required as notaries to even know what's in the document. So if we're not required to know what's in the document. Why would we even want to keep it? What businesses do we have to keep their personal information when all our requirement is, is to identify the person and stamp their document. So, you know, for me, it's really not necessary to um, keep a person's documents just if you're only notarizing the document. Yeah, I totally agree. And um, again, I do have a couple of points at the end. We'll share why I think you may want to sometimes, but on a personal note, and I just thought about this, I gave someone access recently. I, I'm in the process of letting them kind of handle my, not handle, but assist me in some of my tax stuff. So I set up this account, gave them access. Do you guys know I went crazy? I didn't want to do it at the table. I didn't even want to do it when I was sitting there. But my husband felt a little bit differently about it. He a little bit more like, well, everybody got your information. I'm like, this person can see all my bank account information. I ain't feeling that. I'm really old fashioned. And you look at Steve Harvey, all these superstars and then the accounts taking their money. I don't even have an account like that. But I was just like, eh, I ain't feeling that. So we went ahead and did it at the table. I got home that night. I couldn't even go to sleep. I told him, I said, that's not going to work for me. I cannot rest knowing this person can click anytime and see what I have. I don't think that's necessary. I should be able to print whatever you need once a year or once a quarter and give it to you. You don't need to know if I bought a pack of chewing gum. Okay. <laughs> so he agreed after I twisted his arm and, and almost cried. Cause I was, I caught, so I reached out to the person. I said, Hey, I'm a little old fashioned. Unfortunately, I need to know, can we get you removed? So they gave the subscription to us to this particular um, software we were going to use. It took a few days. So I was like, what's the delay? Is she already stealing my money? You know, <laughs> I knew she was not. But I was just like, I like people. If you tell me you're going to do something, I need it done like ASAP. 
So why is it three days later and I'm still asking you about removing your name off my bank account, off my access, you know? I so would have never gave nobody access like oh, that. Oh, Angela, thinking, do I need to change my bank account information? I am feeling like a real nut. But I Googled it and it's very popular to allow your accountant or your person access. It is very common. And you know what I was telling Jeff? Y'all gonna don't talk about me. I don't judge. But it's always a person who don't have no money that's always super scared. <laughs> yeah, you gotta hold on to them little coins. You, you gotta hold on to them pennies. Okay. <laughs> I when I used to work at the bank, when I used to work at the bank, y'all, people would come in here and they would walk out sometime with five thousand, ten thousand dollars cash in their hand, right? The poor little person's got a hundred dollars. How about can you put that in the envelope? <laughs> 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 oh, we we used to laugh so hard. I, I would I would so sit up there for hours and print out every bank statement and give you every piece of gum or peppermint I bought before I give you my access to my account. Girl, I felt so I just couldn't even sleep that night. I had to send that girl a uh, what's her name. So it's all over with. I feel confident that she doesn't have it. You know, I'm in the process of making some changes. So I will readily see it if something does happen. But I, I just, she was a referral. Um, I was referred to her rather by um, several people. So that don't mean nothing. I'm about person, that don't mean nothing. That don't mean nothing. But I'm just saying, you know, so all that being said, um, I know how protective like Angela was just saying I am of my information. So I equally want to protect my client information. Welcome, everybody who's just now joining us. So the other point I had, I have two more, I think. The other one I have is that the client may not appreciate you having your information stored unnecessarily, you know, and without their consent. So what's your thoughts on that? The client, like, what? Well, it's, it's interesting you ask that question because whenever I do a loan signing and if the company requires that I take a picture of their driver's license if they don't have a printer. When I take a picture of their driver's license, I will inform them that the company requires that I send a copy of the driver's license. And I always tell them as soon as I get home or back to my office and I upload it to the client, I delete it from my phone. Mm -hmm. I make sure I let them know that because I don't want nobody walking around with my driver's license on their phone. So I right. make sure I let them know I delete it immediately when I upload it to the company. Right. Alexis, what's your thoughts on that? Piggybacking off what Angela said, I had one client uh, when I was at a signing and I, I was just joking, but I was serious at the same time. I was like, you can find me two snaps. You can find me. All you have to do is call Douglas County and ask him uh, all the information, you know, like that's a notary. Everything's stored already. So I'm like, you don't have to worry about your information. It's going to be deleted. I do not want it. Trust me. I do not want no problems. That's true. That's true. I, I kind of say that too, but as soon as I can, I delete their information though. Cause again, heaven forbid that. And a lot of people don't even want you writing information about them in your journal. One lady called me back. She was like, sometimes Jeffrey will help me and record their information for me in the journal. So she calls back. She says, it, it's funny because y'all know I work out the back of my trunk a lot. Uh, and so he went to the side of the car with her ID. <laughs> I can't even get it out. She, he went to the side of the car with her ID. And she calls me back and she says, 
Yeah, I noticed he took my ID and he went to the side and I just wanted to know what was he doing with it. And I was like, I told I told her he was recording it, you know, that we have to record the ID. So it was so funny, though, because once again, it'd be the person that don't have, you know, that much. I'm like, girl, we close on $300,000 homes every day, okay? I, your little one document that they regard, you know, it's important to her. But I'm just what? saying that little one document, you you about to bug with me about ID on your little, you know, post office ID verification? I wouldn't have been concerned about no ID, but if he had my credit card going around the corner, right. then I would have you know, had a problem with it. That's another story. Yeah, most people are trusting in what we do, so I never had that problem. Me either. You know, they understand. Yeah. But she only had two quarters, so that's why she was... Girl, what? And I, and I get that, because I'm that person. Angela said two quarters. And, and I, I, I'm sorry. I got to go back to the bank one more time because it was hilarious. I'm telling you, we cashed it, all these big checks and stuff. And, and the, the person that's got the little money is making the biggest scene in the bank. Can you count that? And they'll be like, not just can you put it in an envelope. Can you count it to the side so nobody can't see it? And we be sitting there cracking up. Okay, y'all, I'm moving on. I digress. All right, and the last one I have is that is that uh, let's see, it's crucial to prioritize the privacy and security of the client before by you, limiting. Before you go there, Kim, the, um, yes. And I'm skipping ahead, but one of the persons in the Facebook group had a good point. Said Florida does not allow you to copy people's ID, so that's another addition to it is that you have to make sure that your state will even allow you to copy somebody's ID when you're notarizing documents or loan documents. Correct. Appreciate that, Facebook. Um, yeah, and somebody in Facebook says it's a big risk too because your laptop could get stolen. Yep. Yeah, you got all this information. You know, hey Bryce, hey everybody, welcome, welcome everybody. So we won't say a hello to everybody individually because we really want to start taking your questions. So now I'm going to give two reasons why I think it would be okay sometimes to keep a copy. We'll see what Angela and Alexis think, and then we definitely want to get some of your questions. So go ahead and start dropping them for us, okay? So um, why it would be okay is holding it until you get paid from the signing company. Hmm. Angela is saying, okay, we'll get Angela's thoughts. So for me, I will hold on to documents. When I say hold on to documents, guys, let's be clear. I mean, they've normally sent or emailed me the document some okay. kind of way. That's when I say hold on. I don't mean physically hold on to documents until they pay you and you don't drop it to FedEx. Let me clarify, because somebody going to be like, Kimmy said, keep the documents until you pay me. Let me no, be clear. Hold the I, documents hostage. Don't let them cry. Right, I'm not talking about hostage. I got a whole video on that. It's actually pretty good. It's an older one, but check it out. Should you hold the documents hostage? I might have to redo it. But yeah, go back and watch that video. But no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about they've uploaded it to the file for some way, you know, some kind of way I have access to it. I will tend to hold on to it until I get paid. And that's just because I need to, I want to keep the signing company's information. Now, Angela and Alexis may have a different way for us to handle that. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I'm I'm the same. Like when signing comp companies send me documents, I have a folder uh, on the side of my email that I will put it in until they pay me. And once they pay me, I delete it out of that folder. So I do hold on to the email documents on my email until I get paid. Right. We are not talking about physical documents, okay? Don't nobody hold somebody documents out there and say the notary educator said, don't give them the documents until they pay me. We are not saying that. I must reiterate. 
Alexis, what's your thoughts on that? Do you hold, do you save documents on your computer so they pay you? No. So my process is just whatever they emailed me, that's in my email. So for any reason, if I had to go back between that and notary gadget, I can look it up and figure out the case number. And, you know, usually it's the last name and the case number. I could figure it out if I needed to talk to them about anything. Well, Lottie died. All right, Miss Lexus. <laughs> I think I might have to copy your process because, again, the less is more thing. The less I have about that client, and it is in my email. That's kind of my OCD, old fashioned, old brain clicking. Like, but you're right, it is in my email that they sent it to me. So I think I'm going to follow your lead. I appreciate you sharing that process with me. Okay. No, I'm serious. I'm gonna do that because you're right. I don't need all that on my. And Angela had a point earlier. She might have forgotten to mention it, but even just holding all that on your storage, you know, you don't get that much storage on your computer nowadays. So, no, you know, even storage purposes. Yep. Last one I had is I would hold documents occasionally if the client asked me to scan something on their behalf just to make sure that the person received it on the other end. I may hold it for them, you know, just so they can reach back and say, hey, I confirmed they got it and then I'll delete it. That's the only other way. But other than that, I don't see any reason. If you guys have any reason why you think we should have a customer document, drop it in the chat. Angela and Alexis, do you hold it like if they ask you to scan for them or something? Um, what do you well, mean? well, I guess in that point, too, you really wouldn't have to hold the document because you have to scan the email. So sometimes yeah. I have clients that say I don't have a a copy or a scanner and they'll ask me to scan the package back the seller's package or whatever it is they'll ask me to scan it back for them just a regular client i'm not talking about signing companies mm -hmm. and i'll scan it back for them and kind of just hold it you know day or so and make sure the person received it now i do i do have a scenario where this happened to me a couple of times with signing companies okay um they have and it wasn't necessarily like uh loan documents but they have sent me documents to go get notarized with the client mm -hmm. and the instructions they only need scan backs they don't need the original and so in that case what i have done just for general purposes i will hold on to it for about a week in my fold in my filing cabinet and i always make a note to destroy it after a week just in case they and i know i have it on the system but i always hold on it for, for like a week just in case something happens or they need something, if they just if they just want to scan back. And that happens a lot with initial disclosures. For those of you who don't know what that is, really quick, and then we'll get Alexis's thought. Initial disclosures is just the application process. There are no notarizations, but we're hired to go out. Usually it's associated with a VA loan, Veterans Administration um, loan. And uh, they're a former vet or family members of vet and serve some kind of way. And they'll ask you just to go out and help them to get the application completed. That's not a reverse mortgage. It's called initial disclosures. Okay. <laughs> Alexis, what's your thoughts on what Angela and I were just saying as far as the uh, privacy security wrapping it up for us? Yeah. So I just strongly rely on my email. Um, if it's necessary, I'll keep it. If it's not, I'm not keeping it. Um, I just, same respect I would want for myself. I just try to give that to others. And I know how funny acting I can be with stuff, especially my information. Yeah. So I just get that same respect to everybody else. Totally agree. Totally agree. I think that that really wraps up the conversation. 
and put a bow on it. Um, I forgot the other topic I had mentioned, but we'll do that for another day because we really want to get some of your questions. So Alexis is going to handle Facebook for us this evening. Angela is going to take over the chat. And um, this might be a good time to do a couple of announcements and then we'll get to the chat right quick, okay? So really quick, uh, we are doing a celebration in case you have not heard. In case you have not heard, we are over 5,000 Facebook members. Woo, 5,000. It went from a thought. Alexis making Alexis, us. kudos to yes. Alexis. Kudos to Alexis making me, making us. I don't know if Angela was not on board, but I know I was not on board. Yeah, I'm you were not. Angela, I was not. I was like, uh, yeah, I was definitely a no go. Alexis wanted to do a Facebook group for months, and I was like, no, I don't feel like it. I don't have time. Da 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 da. And little did we know, or little did I know, she might have already knew. You could tell us how you feel, Alexis. It formed a community of people that help each other. That is fun. That. That really shares. That's the most important thing. Because I hear so much negativity about Facebook groups, and they don't share or they sarcastic. You should know that. I can count the times that we've had somebody tell somebody something to that effect, and it it's so rare. And I think it's sometimes personally, and no shade to anybody else with a Facebook group, but it kind of starts at the top, and we don't do that negativity. So we definitely ain't allowing it in our group. So I, mm-hmm. we are not negative like that. So yeah. kudos to our whole 5,300 members. Yeah, and we, we love you guys for that. We love you guys for the way you conduct yourself. And if we see anybody with any negativity or smartness, we will delete you real quick. Oh, yeah, we don't even ask questions. We, There's ask no questions. Questions. we, just, we, we don't, don't want that vibe or that atmosphere over in our Facebook group. We like that you vibe only community <laughs> and you guys help each other. We get along, so we don't want that negativity. No, we will delete you in a heartbeat. We don't even ask questions. We ain't sending out no no uh what is it? Reply no, to sender no and all this. Nah, you gone. So don't even join if you can't come right. Alexis, what's your thoughts on seeing your baby come to fruition? Five thousand right. So let me start at the beginning. So first, I, I'm not a Facebook person. Never have been. But I made a Facebook in the, initially because I saw a lot of people, not only in a notary field, just in general, a lot of different people using Facebook groups. So I made my Facebook and I was literally, I just had it. I didn't have no friends or nothing. However people use Facebook, I don't use it like that. But I literally used it to just join these groups, these different things in life that I like, you know, different crafting groups and fitness groups and this and that. And I just saw how people reacted to it and um, how I enjoyed it, you know, different topics. There's so many different topics. So that's why I'm like, okay, we need to be on Facebook. This is obviously what people are doing and it's successful. We need to be on Facebook with the notary thing. So that's really how it all came about. Just seeing how every group, you know, every topic, I should say, has a Facebook group. Like you can join Facebook for anything under the sun, a group for it. And I just feel like the exact same thing for notary. Like, why not? It's the perfect space for us to all come together share information and exactly what we thought it was going to do is doing and then then some past what we i feel like initially even thought 
because we were I was hesitant too, but it definitely is doing way better than I thought it would be as far yeah. as everything. It is doing amazing. And I'll tell you guys, my major pushback was maintaining the group. How would we maintain it along with me doing YouTube? And, um, you know, I kind of back down from IG and TikTok right now. I, d I do a little something just to post like if a video is out, but I don't actively pursue it. I need to. But I just was like, I don't have time because I we're all actually working notary. So I just didn't know when did all three of us have time to answer every single question. And what has happened is what we were hoping would happen. A community is formed and you guys help each other. So we are celebrating on June 11th. Angela, did you want to comment about the Facebook group or are you good? Yeah, we were, we're going to celebrate June 11th because we thank you guys you know, for joining our group. And we also think that you guys are amazing. The way you help each other, the way you ask questions and just go right in and tell people how to make their business better. So we, we just so happy with the people that we have in our group that we want to celebrate and we want to celebrate you guys too. Yes. Yeah, so it's going to be a big deal. Um, unfortunately, we will not be recording this for YouTube we will do another celebration over here on YouTube when we hit 15,000 subscribers, which we're almost there. So we're going to come back and do it big like we did when we hit 10,000. 15 going to be even bigger. So that's coming soon. So we're almost there. We're at 13,900, I believe, on YouTube. So when we hit 15,000, guys, we're going to party like it's 1999. Okay, okay. Well, it's all we can't do that much. But anyway. So back to Facebook really quick. So join us June 11th, 8 p.m. Eastern, only on Facebook. Please become a member over there. Answer all the questions and we'll see. We're going to recognize some of our top contributors. We have so many people that are top contributors over there. They answer questions all the time. We're going to recognize you. You will receive a... Um, Maybe I could send out an email or a text or something. I'll send you a text so you'll know who you are. We want to really make sure that you're present to receive your prize. There will be other prizes for random answering questions, whatever. So every not everybody going to win something, but it's going to be quite a few. So make sure you join us, okay? And then just a couple other things. So don't forget, I have the Start Your Notary Business book for all 50 states, including Washington, D.C. also. That's available at notaryeducatorsllc.com. And that book is going to help you to start and grow your notary business wherever you are. And then all of the courses are on sale. 60% off coupon code is WIN23. That is still going on. We have extended that sale for a moment. So it's not going off anytime soon. But coupon code is um, WIN23. 60% off last, maybe two more announcements, Alexis, whatever she has. And then Angela wants to tell you guys something. And then we're going to get into the chat. Okay, Angela, what is the news that you want to share? Drum roll. Finally, it's here. So I just completed the Apostille online course. Wait, celebrate good times. Come on. <laughs> So, okay. uh, I know it's supposed to be two weeks ago, but I had a friend that went in the hospital and then I had a friend that lost, you know, her spouse. So things got pushed back, but it's here now. 
And I'm so excited about it. I know you guys, it's going to be great for your apostille business. And we're going to roll it out on Friday morning. So it's going to be a special discount for 24 hours. And then it's going to be the 60% off like the rest of the online courses. So at notaryeducatorsllc.com. Y'all heard it here first. Angela's apostille course is coming out on Friday. All right, Alexis, any announcements for you? Congratulations, Angela, too, because I know what the labor of love that has yes. been for you. It's been nine months, so you could have had a baby by now. <laughs> oh, no, don't put that. In. No. <laughs> no. Fact, you could have had two babies by now or three oh, babies no, by no, now. No, 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 no. But thank but you congratulations. And Alexis, because they helped me through it. So I really appreciate you guys' support and encouragement, too. Yes, it's our pleasure. Congratulations. When one person wins, guys, we all win. We all yes. win. And you're going to win by the knowledge, and your businesses are going to grow. And you're going to be doing our pastels. Let's get it. Okay, Alexis, any announcements from you? No. Um, I did want to say one thing, though. Um, basically, I you are in the Facebook group. I just want to say that you know who you are, but to see everybody just, I don't want to say, get out, let me say, I'll say get encouragement from us and then take that and just fly. It is just amazing to see. Like, I do enjoy reading over mm -hmm. um, everyone's success stories. And even if it's just, you know, one little job that you had that day, that one little story you wanted to tell, or even if it's something big, a huge accomplishment, it's just every little thing adds up. And I just enjoy reading it. That's why I'm, the Facebook group, like I said, has taken off way past what I thought. I wasn't even thinking at the time that, you know, it would be a place where everybody could share, you know, how, I don't want to say we benefited them, but a lot of people have said that, but just how, you know, we've helped you all along the journey um, that's the whole reason why we started this in the first place. So, yeah, I'm just excited for the um, celebration and excited for Angela's Apostille course. Yes, I totally agree. I totally agree. Well, let's get into the chats. Um, Angela, you want to get it started with YouTube? Yes, ma'am. So we, hey, everybody, glad you guys are here. Uh, Stephanie said that lenders have a portal where they can give them access to your bank information. When we were talking about the banking stuff and giving your accountants um, access to your information, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's what she was talking about. So, uh, Marcel says, Do y'all record just the last four of the driver's license number or the entire in your journal? So, I record the entire driver's license number in my journal. What about you guys? I do too. Whole thing. Mm -hmm. Whole thing. I, that's the only, I do want the driver's license number. I don't even mm -hmm. stress about anything else. Um, but I do like that because that's how they're going to find them when, if I have mm -hmm. to go to the state of Georgia. And I'm getting ready to do a video about that too. What to include in your journal is coming. Mm -hmm. So J3 Mobile Notary says, if you're not in, if you're not in an attorney state and the property you're signing for is in an attorney state, do you call the attorney at the time of appointment? How do you know the property state is an attorney state? So as far as the answer to your question, and Alexis, you and Kim can you know chime in on it. When you get a signing for uh, real estate documents, really the signing company will tell you if an attorney needs to be available. So I've had signings where 
the signing company said, call the attorney when you reach your location. And I had other signings where they said, you don't need an attorney. So really, uh, when property, real estate, loan documents are from another state, the attorney will usually call me. I mean, I'm sorry, the company will have in their uh, instructions how to handle it. So I've had some, one where they said, call the attorney when you reach you know, the client. And I've had two or three where they said, no, no attorney is necessary. What about you guys? You want to go, Alexis? Yeah. So I'll just make it quick and simple. So if attorney is needed, just like Angela said, it'll be um, like in the comment section when you accept an assignment or, you know, if you're direct, they'll tell you, um, they'll let you know everything up front, the steps in order to contact the attorney and how the attorney will... <clears throat> participate in the transaction in general. They'll let you know. Mm -hmm. um, as far as if you're not an attorney staying the property, it's on the So if the property, if you're not in an attorney state and the property isn't an attorney state, I work in attorney state. So I don't think you would need an attorney if you're not in an attorney state. Would you need an attorney? Yeah, you follow the document. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if it's a property here in Georgia, you're in California, any other state and the property is located here and it would normally require Alexis, myself or Angela, even though we live here to have an attorney, you would have one also. But it would be assigned to you. You don't have to find the attorney. Mm -hmm. You don't have to. It would be in your instructions. If your property required an, an attorney, it would be in the instructions and not every document as Alexis was alluding to, needs an attorney and uh, Angela. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. certain certain signings. So don't ask me which ones because it's too much to get into in the chat. But um, certain documents will require an attorney. And if you need one, you will know it. It will be in your instructions. Okay, so uh, just to clarify that, if the property is in Georgia and it requires an attorney, your hiring company will let you know that. And to answer Angela's question, I do reach out to my attorney and I want to make sure that they are going to be available. Mm -hmm. So that just sounds something like, hey, Mr. Smith, um, you are the attorney on file for Mr. John's property at such and such address. I'm going to be your notary tonight. And I usually ask them, what would they like to do? Would you like to be on the call completely? Would you like me to call you when we finish? Because, uh, well, when I say completely, they have certain documents that they must explain. They already know which ones they are. Mm -hmm. It's not for you as a notary. You got to figure it out. They already know. Mm -hmm. So some attorneys want to stay on the phone with you from beginning to end. Most of them only explain their critical documents. They let you complete no. the notarizations and then you let them know you finish and they close out the file. Mm -hmm. That's how that works. So if you need additional training on how to do all of this, you probably need our long signing course. You can try to figure it out. You can go to NNA. I mean, you could, you know, kind of, play around we all kind of figured it out because it's not like a straight up book my book does cover this pretty good though my georgia book especially if you're in the state of georgia right. you want to get my, get the book that i wrote because i'm very detailed in what that process looks like mm -hmm. so that's all we're going to talk about on that tonight but um just know if you need an attorney it will be in your instructions you don't have to try to find one mm -hmm. that's not your responsibility okay you want to keep it going uh j3 mobile notice says she hold the scam said hold the scam back until you get paid from the signing service. That was from my earlier conversation. Bryce says, I keep the PDF of scan loan docs until I'm able to record the number of notarial acts in notary gadget. I keep the scans until then only for my tax purposes. Then I delete everything. So that's his system. That's a good system. Marjorie said, thank you, Alexis. 
Marcel says some Facebook groups, admins, owners are rude and childish, so it trickles down to the group members. Mm-hmm. This group is different. Very respectful group of notaries. Love y'all. We love you guys too. Yeah. Angela Rucker says I entered info for Google My Business and it was verified. Am I supposed to get something in the mail or is that it? Thanks. Alexi, you want to answer that? Yeah, if it's verified, then you're good to go. Mm-hmm. You don't have to get anything in the mail. The mail is for the code so it can get verified. Right. So if you're already verified, you're good to go. Yeah. Uh, Tonya Brutons. Hi, Tonya. You guys, I have to brag on Tonya. She had an apostille the other day and I'm sure she did amazing. So I was excited that she had an apostille. I think she had, yeah, she had an apostille the other day. So congratulations, Tonya. Congratulations, Tanya. Congrats. Angela and Alexis, will either of you be writing books on Apostille and Google Business Profiles for notaries? So on my part with Apostille, it's already in progress, and it will be much sooner than the online course was. <laughs> um, I wouldn't, I probably, I don't know, I didn't think to write a book necessarily for Google Business Profile because it's such a visual thing. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't think about it. So I'm just helping you get that executed, Alexis. Our, my mind already clicking. Tanya be dropping knowledge and I'll be on it. So I got you. I already got the thought in my mind when she just said it. Marketing. It would have to be a lot of different things, not just Google. In my yeah, we'll figure it out. So I'm just being me said, yes, yes, I see that in other groups. It's sad. But so the true negativity come from members and administrators. Mm-hmm. They talk down and belittle people. Thanks for not doing these things. I appreciate all you guys do and love this group. Keep doing what you ladies do. And so I just want to make a brief brief comment on that. And um, so it has to do with everybody, with us and the group members. So it's a collective effort of both of all of us, that the admins and the group, you know, to keep no negative talk because like we all agreed in the beginning, the purpose of the group was to share notary information and to help each other in the notary space not to you know belittle each other or talk down on each other yeah i totally agree what's the fake facebook group name notary educators notary Gage, educators gage macklin is notary educators and for everyone else who doesn't know renee says in texas you cannot record the number in your journal so that's why it's important to know your notary laws and what you can and can't do. So you can't record the driver's license number in Texas. That is correct. Yep. That's in my Texas book that I wrote too. Marcel, <laughs> Marcel okay. says, thank you. And Marjorie Downing says, sorry, just notary educators for the Facebook group. Yep, that's it. We have a Facebook user, um, Alexis. Yeah, so Katrina Henry says, you know, when I got my notary commission, it was for notarizing documents for the attorney I worked for. I had no idea this was a viable option for a business. I am so grateful for finding your videos on YouTube and slowly but surely my business has been growing. I am taking training and applying what I learned. Thank you so much, notary educators. You guys are yeah. so That's awesome. And who was that again, um, Alexis? Katrina Henry. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's because I think I want to say it's Katrina. Maybe it's not if I'm misspeak if I'm misspeaking. But um, I also want to thank you all, too, really quick, because I've learned so much from conversations with you all, um, how to better my business and how to how to better give you information. And um, I'm just really grateful for that. I'm having some things I'm going through, just um, self-development stuff. 
And I've had several conversations with you all that has influenced things that I've done and changes that I've made as far as notary educators, my personal business, my personal life. And I just want to say thank you again for that. Um, we'll have more conversation when we do our little private thing on Facebook. But um, I'm very appreciative for everything that you all as a community, Notary Life with Kimmy, Notary Educators has has helped me to grow as a person too. So uh, there's another Facebook user. Another two Facebook users. Sheik Takuri says, I keep the invoices open until paid. And then Katrina Henry says again, um, I am not sure how to get loan signings on a regular consistent basis. Any tips and tricks? Um, make sure you signed up for, you know, some really good companies. Um, you know, market yourself so that you can get maybe general notary work until your loan signing starts picking up. But the key thing is if you want to, you know, sign up for signing companies, just sign up with as many as possible. Do some research. Um, there's so many out there. Um, you can even, you know, market yourself um, to companies out of the state that you're in, like different um, title companies for direct. Um, so you just, you just, you just have so many options. As far as that, if you need like any, you know, other assistance, you can definitely reach out. Um, Angela Rucker on Facebook says, "Oh, before you before you go, uh, Alexis, just a couple more tips on that signing service question. Um, also, check your profile. Is it complete? Do you have mm -hmm. a picture? I have about three or four videos on how to succeed in signing with signing services." please watch those videos. I have one, um, do you need a notary resume? You don't necessarily need a notary resume, but that video will help you to see what to put on your signing agent profile for those who are watching. And then if you still need additional help, you wanna check out Alexis's one-on-one -on -one training for signing um, signing service, how to, how to be a signing agent. You wanna check out her or her pre-recorded course on how to best do that. And you might need some training too, perhaps. I don't know what your training background is with that. But um, sometimes we find that once you get the proper training, then you, you start learning the lingo, you know how to write that profile, you know, things just look better, so. And the $2.99 for signing order, don't forget that. Yes, pay the $2.99 for signingorder.com if you are not paying that. That immediately gets you access to 20 more zip codes that you can have, um, that you can work in instead of just your mm -hmm. home zip code, okay? Mm -hmm. Alexis, next. All right, so Angela Wicker says, one more Google My Business question. I received a code on my alternate number from Google, but I did not see it immediately. What does it go to? Um, I'm not sure. So with Google My Business, you all, I'm very much so for um, maximizing your actual page. So Google verifies everyone differently. So if you have any like technical questions, I would kind of reach out to Google. Um, but if they sent you a code, I'm assuming it was to verify your page. I'm not sure. I would have to like, you know, maybe do something over Zoom with you. Did she, put, um, did she give them that number to verify her page or did she, is it a number to verify her Google number? And then Angela Worker also says, do I need ENO insurance for general notary work? 
Capital, yes. <laughs> so, Angela, we don't drive cars without car insurance. At least we don't. Now, I do know people that used to do it back in the day, right? So, we, we don't drive cars without car insurance. We don't stamp documents with at least a minimum policy for Arizona mission insurance, okay? No state requires Arizona mission insurance. They may require a bond, which protects the client. But Arizona Mission Insurance protects you. So I do have a video on the channel, videos on the channel about Arizona Mission Insurance. So check that out. And I also have one on the channel about um, do you need a bond or not? Okay. So please watch both of those for further information. We'll go a couple more minutes and then we're going to start wrapping it up. Next. Okay. She said I didn't give the number to them. I'm not sure. <laughs> what the number is for yeah i'm not sure it's hard to say you know if i don't kind of know what's going on um and then angela also says thanks ladies i am so thankful for you thank You're you welcome. angela last thing back to angela's google question about the alternate number are you saying that your alternate number is google is a google voice number mm -hmm. because if it is then there's an app and anything that happens on your google sometimes they will send it to the Google Voice and they have text messages. It's a whole app if you're talking about a Google Voice number. So I'm not sure if that's what your alternate number is or not. I do all things Google normally. Yeah, so I don't know. Google on my alternate number. Yeah, is it Google or not? So you might want to check your messages for the Google Voice mm -hmm. app if you're using google voice mm -hmm. so i think we hit all the questions we're going to go ahead and conclude if that's okay with you ladies of course yes so um just to uh, wrap up briefly i am kimmy notary life with kimmy also um again join us on june 11th 8 p.m eastern for our 5,000 celebration 5,000 members on facebook we are so excited to do some giveaways again mm -hmm. this will not be recorded on YouTube, anyway, when we do get ready to celebrate on YouTube, that'll be when we hit 15,000. So you can feel free to join our Facebook group, become a member. I don't even know if you have to be a member. I think you do to watch it. But be a member yeah. over on Facebook, mm -hmm. get some free prizes, free gems all the time. If you don't win nothing that night, you win just because we you in the group. Because mm -hmm. they be dropping gems over there. I'm telling you, I'm, our, our group is amazing. I hate to keep saying it. Anyway, that's it for me. I'm going to let Angela go and then Alexis, and we're going to say good night. Yes, you guys. Again, this is Angela. As always, I enjoy spending this time with you guys and talking about notary business and what we're doing in the notary streets and to answer any questions. So I'm going to say good night. Yes, and it's Alexis from Mobile Notary Services by Alexis, and we cannot wait to see you all for our celebration. Yes. Yeah, so until next time, guys, much success and we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you again for listening to the Notary Life with Kimmy podcast. We would love to be a part of your notary journey. Please visit us at notaryeducatorsllc.com for all of your notary training needs. Also, please feel free to join the Notary Life with Kimmy YouTube channel where Kimmy has over 400 videos that will help you to grow and build a successful notary business. Until the next episode, we wish you much success on your journey. Bye.